Diocese of Churches for the Sake of Others is pleased to present the C4SO podcast, a place to celebrate the voices and values of C4SO. C4SO is a national diocese of the Anglican Church in North America, led by Bishop Todd Hunter. You can learn more about us at c4so.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of the C4SO podcast. I'm your host, Ben Sternke, and we uh, have been in this series on hymns uh, from Advent and Christmastide, and so far we've been talking about old hymns that are our favorites for the season, Uh, but we also have worship leaders and pastors who are writing new music for Advent and for Christmas and beyond, and so we wanted to highlight a song that was written last year at Cornerstone Tulsa, C4SO Church in Tulsa. Uh, It was co-written by Pastor John Odom, Jonathan Van Rissingham, and worship leader Ben Kilgore, who is our guest on today's episode. Ben is married to Noel, and they lead worship together every weekend at Cornerstone Tulsa. They have three adopted children. Ben has been leading worship for 25 years, and he learned to lead worship from his late father, John. He enjoys crafting meals and feeding his family and friends, and probably would have gone to culinary school to become a chef if he didn't have any musical talent. So, But you do have musical talent, Ben, and so here Turns we are. Turns out. Yeah, all right. Well, from one Ben to another, welcome to the C4SO podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, a quick excursus, by the way. Um, in our email correspondence, you also told me that you are a champion tennis player, um, uh, which is not a normal thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I, at first I thought it was I a should joke, say my team. My I'm on a tennis team, and I'm okay. part of a champion <laughs> tennis team. Yeah. Um, like, what did you four, win though? What's what's the championship? Well, we we actually just went to nationals. Um, <laughs> this, this is the current is thing. Like you, you like is you, this a current I'm, thing? You yeah, currently like play two weeks tennis. ago, I was oh, at the USTA okay. national campus for oh. World Team Tennis Nationals, and my <laughs> my team here it's four yeah. girls. Four ladies, four men. We won Tulsa. We went to Vegas oh. in May for a qualifying tournament and won that tournament. Oh my and gosh. then we we just went to nationals and we came came in fourth uh, okay. in the country. So so we are not a champion of the nation, but we were a champion of Vegas. Definitely champion a, of Vegas and Tulsa and Tulsa. Yes. Yeah, so that's, oh my gosh, dude, that's so funny. Um, yeah, such a funny. I, I love uh, learning those uh, kind of quirky things about people. So thanks for sharing yeah, well, with us. You know, I I. Uh, I, I needed something to stay in shape, and it it needed to be fun and competitive. Yeah. And so I played in high school, and I took like 20-some-odd okay. years off, and I started again two years ago. So now I'm champion. <laughs> Champions for right. Christ. Yeah, there you go, buddy. <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's talk about this song. Um, yeah. The first question I wanted to ask, um, you know, and I don't mean to be cheeky, but I am, no. I am curious, you know, about the justification. I think this would be helpful to think about um, why we do this. But, you know, we have a lot of great hymnody from the past for Advent Mm -hmm. and Christmas, especially. Why write new music? You know, like what, um, yeah, what prompts us to do that? My answer is kind of going to be two part. First, this is only accidentally Advent. Like it's, I call it accidentally Advent because we, the song was written in July. Um, Uh So that, that, I'll get to that answer later. But I think there's like, We've been a church for about four years now. Uh, mm-hmm. The we're just a young church, and we've released four songs in that time. And mm-hmm. so we, I, and I, I, I feel like, uh, and I've been through the gauntlet of you know my wife and I 
did a, a little stint in integrity and mm-hmm. uh and I've so I've kind of seen behind the curtain of like uh song factories and worship song mm-hmm. factories. Mm-hmm. And so I'm 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 very hesitant to just sit down and write a worship song. Like I don't yeah, regularly just crank do that. One out. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's actually very difficult for me, but hmm. there's times where we felt compelled Interesting. to write something based on something that's happening in the life of our church and life of our city and our country. Mm. And so this song, uh, I actually just looked up like the original voice memo of the song, and it was in July, the middle of Ju- uh, the beginning of July hmm. uh, in 2020, and we um, and so. It, we didn't find out until we finished writing the song, and we actually recorded it not until the winter of that following year, or uh, that that later that year, and it released right at the beginning of December, and <laughs> went and it 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 didn't really dawn on us until we were like, wait a second, like this is an Advent song, and and our church can use this as as we you know embrace the hmm. season. And so it was accidentally an Advent song. Hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I, I agree that like, um, we have like a, a stall of songs that we sing and we very rarely add new things to it because we found things that our church connects with and yeah. it's, and, yeah. and we, we have this limited time as we gather on the weekends for people mm-hmm. to sing together and we want people to sing. And so we're, there we, we don't really introduce a whole lot of new songs. This was a song that we were compelled to write in the midst of um, mm. a country in turmoil and racial mm. injustice and mm. separation from COVID, okay. and yeah. um, and so that I don't want to get to your later questions about how did the song come about the writing, yeah. but that's like as far as writing new Advent songs, I I think there's a couple of different there's. There's song factories where you do it because the season's coming and you want to stay in front of people as an artist. You mm. you you want to keep people's attention, so you yeah. every year you gotta. Yeah. If you yeah. wrote a Christmas album or an EP <laughs> ten years ago, you post it and be like, "Go listen to this," and you get yeah. seven streams of it. So there's that, um, yeah. Yeah. which I'm guilty of that my wife and I made a Christmas EP years ago, and yeah. Yeah. it's like you know, uh, twenty people stream it. Like once every year, <laughs> once every um, year, yeah, yeah, and you get like um, a, a, you get like a, a penny from yeah, Spotify, less right? than that point zero zero three seven pennies, yeah. Um, but then there's there's most of the songs, the four songs, most of the songs, the four yeah. songs that we've written were yeah. because we felt compelled to speak to something that either um, I heard in one of John's sermons or yeah. our yeah. community was going through something, um, and so that's yeah. Uh, I think that. You know, for us, I, I can't speak for other people, but for mm-hmm. us as a church, we're we're not going to write songs to stay relevant or to like keep people's attention or yeah uh, matter to people in the the music world. Um, yes. So that's right. kind of where we stand. With yeah, that. yeah. So it's it, it the song was, and we'll we'll chat more about this here in just a second. But um, the writing of new Advent music is not necessarily for a market so to yeah. speak, that's out there. For you guys, it is a pastoral practice to yes. say, what words does our congregation need to sing? And then secondarily thinking, 
well, maybe other congregations would like to sing this as well. And so it yeah. can be that would a, always be the byproduct. Like, well, if that yeah. happens, you, you right. never want to start the reason. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Well, uh, talk talk a bit about the genesis of this song. How did it come together? What was going on? You know, you've you've alluded to this, but what? Yeah. Um, how did the song come together? So this was um, we had gone into quarantine, and mm. we uh, and we're a new church too. Um, uh, one of the founding couples of our church had been uh, tragically murdered. Um, mm-hmm. And then that next week we went into quarantine. We were doing online services. And so, and like duct taping together online services because we weren't like, we right. were learning as we go. And so we had a small team of about 10 people that would gather every Sunday morning to do an online stream. Um uh, mm-hmm. And so we would gather before we went live, and I would play a song or two on my acoustic guitar. We would sing together and then pray together. Hmm. And so we were actually singing Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. You may have heard of that, an old yeah. old standby. And and then we just kind of began to, as I was playing, um, people began to, to pray together. And I hmm. overheard my pastor John next to me whispering, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. Mm. And so I started to sing that, just a phrase, you know, come mm. Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, we need you. Mm-hmm. And we all just started singing this, like in harmony, like <laughs> wow. singing this prayer together. Yeah. And it was in this midst of this time where we're all heavy hearted. Yeah. Uh, this is in, you know, uh, in the throes of that, all those things we just talked about. Yeah. And so I came back um, the next week, and I feel like we had, like, that's a refrain, a chorus that we need to mm. sing. It's good to sing that. Um, mm. And so I uh, started writing these lyrics, and and I love that my pastor's, like, a, a songwriter too, like, yeah. that we get to share in that together, that love of, like, what mm. the gift of music can be to the church. Yeah. And so... Um, so I started it, and it's kind of this, how long, how long can we hold on? Like, mm-hmm. the world you made, it's coming undone, because it felt like yeah. we were being ripped apart at the seams as a, yeah. as a, as a people. Um, mm-hmm. And and so we we started, you know, this is in July. We didn't end up recording it till you know, half a year later. Um, mm-hmm. Because it was like, and then so we, we had like verses, we had an, an extra verse that we ended up throwing out because it was superfluous and hmm. um, I won't, it, it was kind of cliche anyway. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, this, th- there's this bridge to this song that I came in one morning and John had been like, he gets into the office a lot earlier than I do. And, um, <laughs> Which is also cliche, um, but <laughs> it's true. The worship leader coming yeah. in at ten or yeah. eleven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he had written this prayer, basically uh-huh. um, a prayer. It's a prayer of repentance for our church, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the last piece of it. And this is over a series of weeks where you just kind of come back to the song and mm-hmm. work on it a little bit. And then we have um, uh, a friend that is one of the guys that plays guitar at the church. Uh, he would come up and help us kind of write and craft the lyrics. And anyway, so it came out of a spontaneous time of prayer um, with just a handful of people uh, and me overhearing him pray that. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the, the combination there. I think sometimes for people who don't uh, 
I don't know, write songs regularly, oftentimes it feels like a mysterious process, mm. you know? Um, and I, I think this is why people are, I mean, this is incidental, but like, you know, the new Beatles documentary that just came yeah. out, a lot of people are talking about how fascinating it is to watch a song sort of come together oh, in the studio. Oh my goodness, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, especially a song, yeah, no, Get Back, like that, the songs that are so- When he's sitting there. Yeah, noodling. And you're in like, two, oh, in not, two oh my minutes, gosh, I think I hear what's In two minutes, <laughs> you, he kind of like, you feel, it's like he's like yeah. slowly birthing this song and it's like, oh, I see the head. I think that's yeah, the head. Think, like, yeah, yeah. oh, there's an arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, but anyway, coming back to your story, I, I think it's interesting to hear the combination of this sort of uh, inspired time of prayer for, mm-hmm. you know, like you guys are praying and you're in the midst of this uh, deep sort of uh, experience of lament and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, crying out to God. Um, but then there's this also this sort of experience of crafting it um, later mm-hmm. to say like, okay, that's, that's not the song, yeah. you know, automatically that, okay, but okay, we've got the seeds of something. Let's craft it. Oh, let's throw that verse out. Let's, you know, let's add this bridge, um, you know, and, and it comes together over time, but um, yeah. out of those seeds uh, of mm-hmm. prayer. Yeah, uh, and and lament and longing. So, yeah, it's great. Um, do you do you have like, do you have habits of um, songwriting um, when it comes to writing new songs? I mean, I know you mentioned earlier you don't do this necessarily, uh, you know, on purpose, you know, on schedule. But I don't know if there yeah. are habits that you have that. Yeah, well, for the church, for the church, I have a very different uh, practice than I do. Like, I do a lot of like songwriting for TV and film licensing with some friends of mine. And okay. that's definitely, we have a plan. Yeah. Um, and we have like one of different, you know, it's like sometimes we have a phrase that's mm-hmm. like, this is going to be what the song feels like. Yeah. And then we start from there. Other times it's just like a baseline, you know, it's music. Yeah. You start with yeah. some piece of music. Um, but really what I've been doing for, for, and I feel like, We've been in a. I've personally been in a season where I I, I don't want to be emotionally manipulative with my songwriting for the church. Mm. Like I want it to feel inspired. Like actually, and I, not that I'm better than anyone else. And there's nothing wrong with people who sit down and say, "I want to today. I'm going to write a worship song." Yeah, yeah. But um, we specifically want things to rise up out of yeah what as a community we're either chewing on or yeah. learning. And so uh, I have this notepad that, like, you know, has my my sermon notes on it, and every mm-hmm. and and I love our pastor John, and he's a great communicator, great thinker, and a wonderful pastor and person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he who would say he doesn't realize that he's poetic most of the time, like mm. he's self self deprecating. But he there will be phrases almost every week that I'll just like mm-hmm. that's in the I'm going to put that in the bank. And that's mm-hmm. something we need to write a song about. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's one he had a. We were t- talking about. We were going through the the, uh, the creed, and the, just the name of Jesus means God saves. And mm-hmm. in the sermon, he said, "So just to speak His name is grace." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I came in, and I've got a whiteboard over here, and I just mm-hmm. wrote that phrase down. And um, and that's we we have a new song that we just released called "Good News." I'm not trying to do a plug, but that was one that was like, oh my goodness, like Mm -hmm. to speak his name is grace. That's Mm -hmm. a song. And, and, and that's a, that's a song. So John will pop in like once a week when he's 
needs a break from writing a sermon and I've got guitars over here. Mm-hmm. He'll pick up a guitar. I'll grab a guitar. A lot of times we'll just sing old Don Chaffer songs like from Waterdeep. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah, know who yeah. he is. Yeah, love, love Waterdeep. Um, yeah. And, um, but this is a song that I had started writing and I like, I, there was a week where I like kind of went through a, a, just a wave of depression hit me. Mm-hmm. And I, there's a pew behind me you can see, and I sometimes would take a nap on it. And I was, we had started writing this song, Good News, and I had no, like, uh, I was just, I was in a dark zone. And so he knocks on the door for one of his, like, weekly, like, let's play mm-hmm. guitars together. And he's like, mm-hmm. are you doing all right? And I was like, no, I'm not really doing good at all. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we kind of talk for a while and share the burdens of being dads and husbands and trying to, like, mm-hmm. you know, be professional Christ followers and, um, (laughs) and we just kind of like lament together about the Mm -hmm. hardships of life. And he's like, why don't we try to chase this down? And that was the last thing I wanted to do was work on a song. Right. 20 minutes later, we had finished the song and it was one of those (laughs) things where the the song is, 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 you know, one of my favorite things about this season is Emmanuel God with us, like that name, like he's, this is like, like it's been right in front of my face that 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 name Emmanuel God with us this this whole like past couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. the, just it, sometimes it's his like this uh, very other humanly presence of God, and then other times mm-hmm. it's through the people around us that His presence is near, yeah. and that was one of those things where it's like that song wrote itself, and mm-hmm. we were we happened to be open vessels at that time, and that's yeah. how I prefer it versus yeah. like chasing it down like making a task out of it and you know but you have to like show up and try to write it every once in a while (laughs) yeah yeah every once in a while yeah Yeah. um even if you don't feel like it yeah yeah no i think that's that's helpful i i especially appreciated hearing the contrast between um the way you deal with songwriting for your sort of other job let's call Mm -hmm. it right where that's the job, right? It's yeah. like the job is this TV show needs a song or this, mm-hmm. you know, I'm assuming that's kind of what, what you're, yeah. what you do. Um, and so that's the job, but like your job with the church, if you want to call it that is mm-hmm. not just to produce songs, right? Like yeah. there's this, there's this pastoral matrix. There's this mm-hmm. sense of like, we're a community that is worshiping. We're a worshiping mm-hmm. community together. And so like writing songs is not your job. Like, but it can be an aspect of your job, like your, your job, so to speak in this context is a much more spiritual thing. It's a much more, we're caring for people through placing words on their lips so they can, Mm -hmm. so they can pray, you know, so they can hear good news, you know? Um, And sometimes that involves writing a song, but it's a very different thing than just sort of like, Hey, well, let's come up with a new song because that sounds cool. Yeah. No, yeah. and even in, in the recording process, it's I, I feel like I hold the try to hold the in balance this. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to make this cool? Would yeah. you want it to be good? You uh, you like yeah, you want it un, to sound like good. undoubtedly yeah. you want it to sound good sonically. Right. Yeah. But there's tricks you you like we've learned to use that yeah. can help emotionally manipulate people. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And that's and some of those some of those lines cross occasionally where it's like Yes, it does yeah. sound. It's pretty. It, it should be yeah. pretty, but should it be too pretty? <laughs> yeah, and so you, yeah. you, I have a lot more questions I ask myself when I'm writing yeah. songs for the church than when I'm hmm. doing it for other uh, avenues. And yeah. and mo- m- most of the thing is is like, is it getting in the way of 
what we want, like the words we want on people's lips. Like, yeah. And, and then, so yeah. it's, for me, it's, it's almost, it's a lot harder to do it with integrity than, it, you know, I feel like yeah. the, the standard that I hold for myself ask. as a songwriter for the church yeah. is completely different than in, in, yeah. in any other sphere. And I think that's mm-hmm. important uh, to not have like, because there are, there's a recipe for a worship hit. Mm-hmm. And we try to avoid that. Like, there's like the the amount of stanzas and verses and words it's, it's that just like ah, yeah. a lot of places yeah. are not going to want to sing that song. Yeah. And yeah. It, you know, it's this is definitely not a you know opener not, song. Yeah, you know, this is yeah. slow yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. This and I, I again I appreciate that that this is a this is a song that arose out of a life of a community that's for this community but also mm-hmm. might be for other communities. It's yeah. not necessarily written in order to maximize like, oh yeah, you know, we need to write this kind of a song because there's a market out there of churches who would sing it, you know, as the yeah. opener, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, well, any specific aspects of, of the music or lyrics of this song that you want to draw our attention to uh, before we listen to it? Um, my favorite part of this song is the bridge that uh, lyrically the uh, John wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, Hear our prayer, hear our cry, Lord. Um, for our sins, please forgive us. For our hate, uh, it, it, especially at, at this time when the song was birthed, there was mm-hmm. a lot of people pointing fingers at like what, who was causing the problem. And as mm-hmm. the church, like first for us to be repentant, like for yeah. for us yeah. to come to repentance, which is part of Advent. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's first like the waiting and the yeah. the expectancy, but then it's like preparing room by like, yeah, just asking forgiveness. And so mm-hmm. the bridge of this song is by far, and there's there's a there's a line that for me personally is like, "Save me from self destruction." Mm-hmm. It's my favorite line of the song, and it's the one I sing the loudest, and because I have mm-hmm. a propensity to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, take myself off the rails. And, and so that I didn't write that line, but I sing it like I wrote it. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that song for our church, when we get to that part of the song, um, I feel like we want that to be a marker. We want to be marked by our repentance as a people and as a church. Um, And that like that we walk in humility enough to that's what that's our, if something's wrong, first we repent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and so that's my favorite yes. part of the song and okay. it's a, just a sweet prayer that is never bad to pray. Yeah. Amen. Uh, one final question. How, how have you used the song so far during Advent? Um, and you said it's an accidental Advent song, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how has it been a blessing to your church? Uh, well, we had the first Wednesday of this month, we had a night of worship here at the church and that's how okay. we closed the night was with that song. Um, and, or we opened the night with that song. Sorry. Okay. The yeah. other accidental Advent song, good news that we wrote. <laughs> Close the night. Okay. We closed with that. Yeah. And, um, and so the, the, the bridge of this song is one of the songs that our people sing the loudest and mm-hmm. which I love. And so we, we, and we've, we actually did it just this past Sunday as, uh, a song. We have a song we sing during communion. Okay. And so, yeah. um, yeah. Yep, and so we did it this past weekend, okay. and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, the beauty of an accidentally ang- uh, Advent song is that you can probably do it, do it any all year time around. of year if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever, it's, yeah. Uh, whenever it's appropriate, it's good. Yeah. 
Uh, well, this has been great, Ben. Thanks for joining us. Really yeah. appreciate you yeah, being thanks here. Thanks for having me. How can people stay connected to you and to uh, your music if they're interested in that? Um, well, I, I'm only active on social media through Instagram, and that's at Benjamin Kilgore. Okay. Um, so please do not message me on Facebook because I will never <laughs> respond. Yeah. <laughs> um, look at it. Yes. Yeah. And I don't look at Facebook anyway. Um, okay. And then I'm, uh, my wife and I have, uh, we go uh, under the name Ben and Noel Kilgore. Uh, that's on uh, Apple Music, I, uh, wherever you listen to music. Uh, we okay. have an album called Resting Place, the uh, EP you can listen to. And then uh, our church goes under the name Cornerstone Tulsa. So we have okay. a few songs out. Those four songs, that we're building a canon. Um, yeah. One song per year, it sounds like. One so. song per year is a pretty good. We're, we're staying good pace for a church. Hip yeah. and relevant, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah so that's... that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's really helpful. Uh, we'll put all we'll put links to that stuff in the uh, in the show notes. Um, and listeners, also, there's going to be a downloadable chord chart for this song in the show notes if you'd like to sing the song in your church. And uh, let's listen to the song now. Thank you.
Thanks again for listening to this episode of the C4SO podcast. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. Email us your thoughts and suggestions at connect at c4so.org.